Hello, and welcome back to the Positive Success Show. My name is Dominique Narciso Kim, and I'm a life designer and success coach. I help aspiring entrepreneurs, small business owners, and mindful high achievers be positive, healthy, and intentional so that you can create the life and work you love. All right, so welcome to episode number 10, How to Be a Positive Planner. So for all the type A's in the audience, you know, I'm smiling right now because I'm totally type A and I love planning and I love this topic, but I want to emphasize here the word positive because throughout my life, I've learned that planning is great and planning is good as, you know, you're achieving your goals, you know, looking to what's next in life or for all the folks that are in transition to a new country you know, I'm in the sphere of diplomats and expats, so a lot of you are moving from country to country or seeing friends come and go, which is a challenge uh, for this type of lifestyle. So I want to give you a brief story of where I was just two years ago uh, working at the consular, uh, in the consular section at the U.S. Embassy in Lima, Peru. I would get up around, gosh, 5.30 in the morning, leave the house by 6.00 drive in traffic for about an hour with my spouse, uh, get to work and start interviewing visa applicants and would go on interviewing for about four to five hours. And then in the afternoons, you know, do all my administrative work and then go home again in traffic to the kids um, who at the time were four years old, twin four-year-olds and a baby. And so I give you that mental image of just what my schedule was like before because my life at that time was packed to the brim. And something that I did, which was a a bad pattern that I've had in my life, is that I I tended to over-schedule myself. So despite the fact that I was a consular officer, which in and of itself is a huge, huge, huge responsibility and job, I totally raised my hand for volunteering uh, to be on the AICA board, which is a community association board, and also to be a representative for the LGBT group uh, at the embassy. And so I was like piling on these extra responsibilities on top of being a wife and on top of being a mom. And it was just too much. It was so much. And I, when I look back at my journal and the type of thinking that I was going through and just the overwhelm that I was experiencing, you know, I asked myself now and I'm like, why did I make those decisions? And why did I feel like I had to do all those things in order to be successful? And long story short, at the time, I wasn't even considering coaching as, an, as a career. I was considering a full-time position as a diplomat. And I knew in order to get promoted or to, you know, look good on paper, I had to do more than just my job. And that was just expected, especially, I mean, just as a, as a first tour officer. And so I did all of those things. Um, I didn't do them extremely well, but I tried my best. And looking back at those decisions, I wouldn't do the same thing now because I just know I don't have the bandwidth to do it. So I share that story with you because wherever you are at this point in your life, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you do have a small business and you want to grow it, if you are in a career that you enjoy, but you're looking to, you know, diversify your experiences or maybe take a lateral position, um, you know, just there's so many different types of situations that you may all be in. 
And the one thing that I want to stress is that you need to have goals that are aspiring for you. And when you have those goals, you need to change your lifestyle and the way you make decisions in order to achieve those goals. And so right now I'm going to teach you four things on how to be a positive planner so that you are able to get to that next, not even the next level, it's just the next step towards what you want to achieve. So the first thing that I've learned about being a positive planner is creating space in your schedule. If you have a, your computer open right now or your agenda book or however you write down your, your daily schedule, I want you to look at how much you schedule and how much time you give yourself in between meetings, in between activities. And if there's like zero white space, you need to create white space in your schedule because this is the time that you can rejuvenate. This is the time that you can spend on gosh, just things that are going to re-energize you because you can't keep going 110% all day long because you'll be spent by the end of the night. And that is not a healthy and positive way to be living your day-to-day. As I am purely, you know, a, um, a culprit of that, like I, have, I had been living like that for so long because I just did it. I didn't think twice about creating white space in my schedule. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, I have no time. There is no time. But I realized my words of saying I have no time really meant I I do have time. I'm just choosing to use it inefficiently or I'm choosing to overuse it. And, you know, just like your bank account, if you overuse your money, you're going to be bankrupt. And, you know, if you overuse your time, you will be energetically bankrupt. So creating white space in your schedule is very critical to your well-being, to staying positive, because it's giving you that space to breathe. And breathing, you know, being able to just sit with yourself, it's so important as much as, you know, we don't think about breathing, like when you need that moment to close your eyes, stop looking at the screen and just breathe. It's so helpful. Okay, number two. Only say yes to activities and commitments that are aligned with your short-term goals. So if you have um, the yes disease where you're always saying yes to anything anyone asks you, you need to reassess why you're doing that and what is the purpose behind those yeses. Because what I've learned about success and what I've learned just about happy people is that they know when to say no. And... For me, that was definitely a process, but I had to become very clear and very aware of my own goals and what I wanted to what I wanted to be working towards. And so that required a lot of self-reflection work and just, you know, reassessing and figuring out who I wanted to be and what were the types of activities and events and commitments that would help me get there. Because once I clearly defined what my goals were, at least the short-term goals, you know, 90-day goals, it allowed me to say yes and no to requests. Because as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as a spouse, as a community member, you know, there are all these different roles that I'm playing. I have to say yes to the things that are going to lead me to achieve my goals. And I have to say no to everything else. That's hard, but 
That's the reality. And if you haven't practiced this yet, just look at your calendar or if, even if you write down all of the different commitments you have, just write it all down on a piece of paper and circle the top three priorities that you think are the most important. All the other stuff, you have to figure out a way to start stepping away from those commitments because you need the time and the space to do the things that are most important to you. Okay, number three, be realistic about how much lead and lag time you need for meetings and projects. So this is another thing that I've learned as an entrepreneur and running my own business, but then also being a mom and running the schedules of three little ones. You know, you really have to be systematic and organized about planning for certain events, planning for transportation time, logistics, all of these different things that need to happen in order to actually do the thing you're going to do. So for example, you know, the time that it takes for me to plan for a, for a show, you know, I have to first think about the, the show content, write it down, and then, you know, get everything set up. So then there's, there's a lot of preparation uh, in terms of achieving something. So when you are scheduling anything, make sure you schedule that time that you need, that buffer time you need in order to prepare for those certain projects or those meetings. And finally, number four, take everything else away that is non-essential. So again, this is going back to the goals that you have that you're trying to achieve. If there is anything in your schedule that is not helping you move towards those goals, you need to take it out. If there are... If there's anything that is draining your energy and you still do it, you need to stop doing it because you need all the energy you can get. You need to preserve your energy for the things that are going to bring you joy and you need to let go of the things that are not bringing you joy. And again, that is the practice of saying no to the things that are not a priority for you. All right, so let me just review one more time on how to be a positive planner the four things that I taught in this episode. So first, create space in your schedule. Second, only say yes to activities and commitments that are aligned to your short-term goals. Number three, be realistic about how much lead and lag time you need for meetings and projects. And finally, number four, take everything else away that is non-essential. All right, I hope this show helped you and it got you thinking about how you plan your weeks, how you plan your months, how you plan your quarters, and if you're like me, how you plan your year. <laughs> I know things change a lot, but it's it's so critical to know where you're going if you're just kind of going through life hoping that, you know, everything is going to be okay. You know, that I mean that's definitely one way to go about it, but if you definitely have a certain goal in mind or you want to achieve something, you have to be methodical and systematic about achieving it. It's not going to happen on its own. It's only going to happen if you make the time for it and you create the space for it. That time and that space is basically the energy that you need in order to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Definitely subscribe to the Positive Success Show. If you learned anything, shoot me an email, dom at domnarciso.com. I'd love to hear from you. Let, you know, let me know how I'm doing. 
and uh, rate the rate the show on iTunes or Spotify or you know the several different platforms that this podcast is on. I'm really grateful for all of you, all the work that you're doing in your lives to live good lives, to to do work that you love, and you know to be a good human being and a member of the community that you're in. All of us need each other, and all of us need you know more positivity because. I really think regardless of what's happening in our lives, the good and the bad, if we're able to support one another, you know, it's not as bad as it could be. And I think honestly, that's why we're here together on earth. Like we're here to help each other out. And that's kind of the driving force behind why I do this work because I truly believe that you have so much potential and that you have so many dreams as much as I have my dreams And the more that I can inspire and motivate you to achieve them, the more inspired and motivated I become. All right, that is it. (laughs) Remember to live simply, love fully, and lead positively. I'll see you next week.